we have it all, a business and lifestyle podcast for content creators and entrepreneurs. Real insights, help and conversations to inspire you to do what you truly want to. Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast, Can We Have It All? This is part two of series two. And after having a little bit of a break, a week off, um, for those of you that might have noticed, there was no podcast last week. I'm feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, revived, is that a word, revived, and kind of ready to go for the second part of this series. I'm going to have some amazing guests coming up, and I'm also going to be reflecting on the usual kind of topics that crop up in everyday life when you're navigating your 30s and 40s and business and lockdown and just life. I think so many of us have the same concerns and thoughts and worries and anxieties and I just like to talk about them every now and then because if somebody listens and feels that they can relate and can maybe feel a bit reassured and learn a few tips that might help then I am happy with that. So today I wanted to talk about two things really and two things that I kind of feel like merge into one in many ways and two things that have been the subject of conversation for me with both my one-to-one clients lately and also on my social media Um, and that is removing negativity and what success actually looks like to you And and they are topics that can be discussed on their own But at the moment, I feel like they feed into each other um, because often it's negativity that stops us feeling successful or stops us seeing the success that we're having or realising the successes and the wins because of negative thoughts, of negativity from others, of negativity around us. And so I do think the two kind of feed into each other pretty well. Naturally, most of us are living, particularly now during lockdown, our lives predominantly online and virtually. And lots of us will use social media and and many of us, and I know many of you guys listening, will use social media as part of your job or part of your, your everyday life. And I think that comes with some amazing, amazing things, but it also comes with a healthy dose of negativity and that can be negativity that we're feeling ourselves um, and that we're experiencing through the thoughts that are going on internally whilst on these platforms and the thoughts, the negativity that might happen whilst we are using and navigating the platforms and looking at other people. But it's also negativity that might come externally from others, um, from followers, from fake accounts from trolls from comments from quite a big one from passive aggression and I think um, it's the passive aggressive comments that loads of us um, maybe don't recognize in the same way that we might recognize kind of straightforward trolling or abuse and it's actually the passive aggression that can be the ones that hit us the hardest because we don't quite recognize it or we don't know what to do with it so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today So have you ever had those sorts of comments, and it might not even be on social media, it might be in person, it might be over the phone um, or in a text message from anybody, it could even be a friend or family member that are kind of like a bit of a 
backhanded compliment or a bit of a like sweeping comment on something you're doing. It could be like, oh, you've, you're done up today. You know, you've got a load of makeup on. What, who are you showing off to? You know, that kind of thing of, you know, yes, I, I've put makeup on today, but why do I, why does it have to be pointed out? Or why am I suddenly showing off to somebody? Or, you know, oh, I don't know how you do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that as a job. You know, those kind of comments that often I th- I like to think that most people who comment like that don't necessarily realise what they're saying, but it is usually coming from a place of negativity. It's usually coming because they're trying to slight whatever it is you're doing. And actually, I might as well say it here, that that often comes from their own securities. And it often comes because of whatever they're commenting on they there is a part of them that wishes they were doing it too so if they're sort of commenting on oh I don't know how oh I don't know how you could have left the nine to five I don't know how you could work for yourself or I wouldn't fancy that you know often actually it's coming from a place of they kind of wish that they had the balls or the ovaries to do that and you know you made a step or a leap that they probably never will and there's a little part of them that kind of you know, resents that in themselves and and therefore resents that in you. And it's the same. And, you know, these are just two really frivolous examples. But I think loads of us get used to kind of washing over those little passive aggressions that come from people and often from friends and family and don't actually recognise that they're getting us down and don't actually recognise that perhaps they are getting in the way of us seeing actually the successes in ourselves and seeing the positives and the wins of you know our situation. I know that for a long time, I just used to let people kind of say whatever they wanted, you know, to me and about me. And it wasn't always kind of overtly, um, you know, bullying or abusive or anything like that, but there would be just little slights, little digs, little, like I say, kind of passive aggressions and I just let them wash over me but knew that actually deep down they were making me feel like shit and they were making me doubt myself and they were knocking my confidence and that's crap. So if you kind of have experienced anything like that, whether it be on social media or in actual real life, in inverted commas, um, then I just want to talk about a couple of ways to remove that negativity and why it's okay to remove that negativity. So I don't mind telling you that it took me a good amount of time to gain the confidence in myself and remove kind of negative sources from my life. Um, It took a while for me to gain that confidence in myself as a person, as a friend, as a partner, as a mother, as somebody working, you know, all those different elements. I wasn't always confident and I think I often let people um, kind of shine their negativity on any of my kind of successes and perhaps dampen some of my, you know, positivity. It's such a hard one. I'm realising as I'm saying this to you guys, it's such a hard one to put into words. But what I would say is, it, it is a journey and it takes a while to kind of, to, to A, identify that source of negativity 
and to B, remove it. And often it might be a little bit close and closer than you anticipated. I know so many people that I speak to, who, particularly in the industry that I'm in, who have such issues with dealing with negativity from their own family. And it might not be that they've come from a, you know, a, a terrible upbringing or, you know, have a seemingly bad relationship with their family but it's the it's the comments and it's the not understanding and it's the put downs about their career or what they're doing you know or it's the neighbors down the streets going oh what are you doing on Instagram oh who do you think you are type comments that actually stop them from doing something they truly love and from progressing in the way that they could and should and I think yeah our often it's it's friends and family that knowingly or not can make us feel particularly bad just as much as it can be the total stranger who just crops up in your Instagram feed or your DMs that just makes you feel like shit. So when I started to recognise um, the kind of negativity that was going on with me and where that came from and the sources that that came from and the people that that came from and why and how, it really helped me identify then how to kind of remove that negativity. So in person, when I realised that I was taking on friendships that were no good for me, and you know, I mean that in the best possible way, you know, I'm, I've learned about myself over the years that I'm a people pleaser. And I do like people to like me. And I will always try to establish um rapport and empathy and some sort of common ground with people no matter who they are what their background is or you know whatever I kind of always find something in common with people and I think that's a real strength of mine and and something I really love about myself but it also kind of leaves me open then to people who kind of you know take advantage of that fact and I often get sucked into situations where I'm dealing then with some negativity coming back to me or just, you know, negativity from that person that then I'm absorbing because, you know, I throw myself into things and care about people. And, you know, I realised that if there was no, if, if a friendship wasn't a two-way directional thing, then it wasn't really a friendship. And when I started to recognise that, it really helped me kind of reassess my expectations from relationships with people so I'm totally happy with it being a one directional thing if my expectations are adjusted accordingly so if I'm not too bothered about the depth of relationship with that person and I'm quite happy to as and when give something without receiving anything back then great But when I used to get into trouble with my own feelings was when I expected the same back. You know, I'd invest loads in a friendship or a relationship and I'd expect the same back. And then when you don't get it, you're disappointed naturally. So removing that kind of negative association with a relationship and just kind of being happy with how it is and those (laughs) kind of lessening those expectations was a bit of a revelation for me. So, you know, there are there have been people in my life that I kind of figure I'm not going to get too much back from this, but that's okay because when I have the energy and the time, I will give what I can and it's okay because I don't have that expectation back. So there isn't that negativity. Does that make sense? I don't know if it does, but that's kind of my thought process with that. 
I guess what I'm trying to say in a really long-winded way is that it is okay to um, step back from relationships if they're not serving you. And it is okay to adjust your expectations of someone. And if you feel like you're not, you know, your relationships with somebody aren't meeting those expectations, then it's okay to kind of alter that and change that in whichever way you can. And that might mean stepping back completely from that relationship or that person, or it might mean just adjusting your own expectations so that you are okay with what you're receiving. Um, And I also want to say in terms of social media, which is where a lot of negativity can stem from, from within and externally, is it's okay to unfollow people or mute them if you really can't bear to unfollow them. And, you know, it's okay to unfollow people that aren't bringing the best out in you, that aren't inspiring you, that aren't making you feel good and positive about yourself, that aren't making you strive. It's okay to strive to be better or strive to have something that someone else has. But if it's bringing out the green eyed monster or negative thoughts or if you're being down on yourself because you're comparing to those people that you're following, unfollow. That is the simplest yet most effective way of removing that negativity. And it doesn't matter. Most people won't even know you've unfollowed. And if you're scared of unfollowing because you think they might take it personally, then there's a deeper issue within that relationship with that person that needs to be addressed. And if they can't understand that, then, you know, that's a whole nother kind of conversation that you need to have. But on a kind of superficial note, honestly, unfollowing and and muting can really make the world of difference when it comes to kind of removing some of that negativity online. And for the kind of what I like to call straightforward trolling, i.e. the people just sliding into your DMs and being dickheads or creeps or commenting on something that you've worked really hard on and making you feel like shit. Delete, block, report without hesitation. It's that simple. Don't engage with it. Don't entertain it. Don't get in a back and forth. Just delete, block and report if it's abusive There is nothing more empowering than being able to delete and block someone on your own social media feed. So don't forget that is there to protect you in so many ways, you know, and it's there to protect your mental health. So just remove that negativity. Don't dwell on it. Don't entertain with, don't entertain it. Don't engage with it. That's like a key one. So what I've kind of talked about today is removing, is is recognising and removing negativity because of what that might be doing to your success or, or how you view your success. And it's so important that we are aware of the successes in life and recognise those and champion those and applaud those and don't just dwell on the things that we aren't achieving or that we aren't doing right or that we haven't done yet and I think so many of us fall into that latter category we just dwell on the stuff that isn't happening or that hasn't happened or that we failed or got wrong and actually we don't look at all the successes and part of that will come from our mindset and this is why I feel like the negativity feeds into this because if you're in a negative mindset then you're not going to see those successes in your life you're not going to see what you're doing that's going really well 
So removing that and shifting yourself into a more daily positive mindset, you start to actually see the good that's happening around you, the good that you're achieving and the things that you're winning. So that's why I wanted to talk about the two together. And on my Instagram feed recently, I talked about what success actually means. And I think so many of us grow up with a bit of a, um, you know, a template or a roadmap of what we think we're going to do. I know people, you know, who have two year plans, five year plans, 10 year plans. That's great. That's great to have something you want to achieve and strive towards. But it's often really narrowing and it really makes us feel like if we haven't got to that benchmark at a certain time, then we failed. And that's completely not true in the majority of the cases. And I think, you know, if it's your personality type to have a plan and to kind of work towards things, great. But remember to be fluid. It is so important to be fluid with our life and our plans. And something that I talked about on my grid this week on Instagram was the quote by John Lennon, a very famous quote, which is life is what happens while you're making plans. And actually the stuff that happens to us that we don't plan for and don't expect is what shapes us and is what can throw up the most amazing opportunities and send us in a completely different pathway. And it's about being fluid enough to recognize that and go with it and see that as the progression and success that it is and not beat yourself up because you didn't follow this roadmap that you set out probably when you were a teenager and didn't know anything about life. You know, who knew when you're going to meet the love of your life, get married and have kids? Like to say you're going to do that by 29 is just actually ridiculous. Or who knew that maybe you didn't enjoy law when you went to study it at uni, you changed to a completely different degree, which meant that you actually found a job that you loved and a person that you loved. It's a little hint to my story there. But, you know, who's going to plan for that? Who's going to roadmap that? No one. And so I think it's really important to remember that we've got to be fluid with our expectations of ourselves and of our life and what we're going to achieve and actually see that success comes in so many shapes and sizes. And it's not just about money, wealth, size of house you know, how far up the ladder you are in your career. It's actually about so many other things. And that's what I wanted to kind of wrap up today's podcast with. And that's talking about what success means to me and also what it means to some of you because I had some amazing engagement and comments on my Instagram post this week and I'd love to read some of those out. So for me, I've realised that success means as much of a work-life balance as I can can handle and manage and a wonderful loving environment for my kids. Like for me, if I'm achieving those things, then that is absolute success. Personally, since having kids, you know, that was my kind of, well, mine and my husband's choice and that's part of our path and I know it's not part of everybody's path. But personally, since having kids, it's made me realise that there are other people that are way more important than me and getting that privilege and that chance to actually try and shape and produce the best environment and set up for those kids to go out there and be well-rounded resilient loving caring you know individuals that contribute to society in the best possible way like that 
oh, that is just success. Even the thought of being able to do that is success to me. So I, I have to remind myself when I'm having doubts about what it is I'm doing or where I'm at with money or earnings or my business that actually when it comes down to it, all of that stuff could go away. But as long as I love and kind of nurture the relationship with my children, then I'm going to die successful. So what do you guys think? Looking at my Instagram comments, I just want to read some of them out. Mrs. Lindsay Liu um, said, I would say raising my happy, polite, caring, selfless, funny and friendly children side by side with my hubby. Everything else is just a bonus. And yeah, I totally relate to that. And it really echoes my personal thoughts as well. And I absolutely love that, Lindsay. Um, Vicky said, I'd say success to me is being happy and fulfilled in my career and life. Doing something I'm truly proud of that makes me smile whilst being surrounded with positive people and love. Being comfortable and content. There are so many amazing words there. I pulled out proud positive and content um because I felt like that really embodies success kind of perfectly and I think Vicky you know has kind of nailed it there um and fulfillment is so important and fulfillment can come in so many ways and it's not just the default of what we think which is money 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 House of Spolland has said I definitely think you've got to find contentment You can have all the letters after your name, but it's all a bit crap if you're not truly grateful for it. Success varies from day to day too. If I get out of my PJs before noon today, then I'm going to take that as a whim. Do you know what? I love that. And I think um, that kind of success varying from day to day is so true. And it's such an important point that actually what might be a win and an achievement one day you know, could be a totally different benchmark the following week, the following month, the following year. So this is what where I kind of come back to what I was saying earlier, which is be fluid and it's okay to be fluid and it's okay to roll with it. It doesn't have to be a fixed path. Um, somebody else has said, freedom and time to make the choices and decisions I want. It can look how I want it to. I love that. So freedom and time to make the choices. And I think, you know, we have to see that the majority of us and the majority of you listening to me, to this podcast now will be in a very privileged position to have freedom and time to make choices. Certainly not everybody has that. So I think that's a really, really good point. Um, Nourish Northern Mummers says success to me is having the courage to try out new ideas and do something you love yes I love that courage such an important word and it comes in so many forms that's probably a podcast in itself but I love that trying something new and notice she didn't talk about failing getting it right getting it wrong it's just trying I think that's such an important thing is just going for something and giving it a go and not worrying whether it's successful Anna Banana Music said, going to bed knowing I have been mindful and haven't wasted a second of my precious day. That doesn't mean I've rushed around. It means I've been emotionally present for my children, exercised, cooked well, haven't procrastinated. Success for me comes one day at a time. I love that. It does, again, come one day at a time. And I think it's about mindset and being mindful you know, of yourself and of your surroundings and how you're impacting your surroundings. I think that's a really key point, Anna. Thank you. What else have we got here? 
Chilton House says the reality that grid life and real life are often two very different things is a big factor in my understanding of accounts too. Yeah, I think this is very much drawing on social media and how we compare and how that can affect our mindset and how we see ourselves. and actually you know comparing ourselves to someone who's probably got a completely different journey to you a completely different story and you know might even be way further along in their journey and we compare and then doubt ourselves and we're crap to ourselves and talk our successes down that's the worst possible thing And seeing actually and knowing and understanding that most of what you see on a grid is curated. And most of us out there, even the most successful people, celebrities, famous people, whatever you kind of deem as being typically successful, they won't have it figured out too. Most people don't. And I'm not sure that we ever will. And part of the fun, like John Lennon said, is what happens while you're making plans. So if you fall into that kind of comparison struggle particularly on social media then just remember that just remember that what you see on social media and real life are often quite different things I'm going to read out a few more here because I'm absolutely loving these and I love your input um Caroline has said I definitely need to let go of negativity however it shows itself but I know I'm my own worst critic Success to me would be acceptance in myself and I'm on the right track. Oh my gosh, Caroline, I love this. It makes me so happy. It actually makes me like fizz a bit inside. Um, Yeah, acceptance of ourselves. And that's what I started this podcast talking about, you know, my journey to kind of recognise the the good in myself and become confident in myself as a person and as a friend and, and, and whatever is so important. And we are often our own worst critics. I think that's such a hugely poignant point you've made Caroline thank you um this comfy mama says positive outlook and energy makes such a difference mindset is key I think we're all kind of teaching ourselves to be a little bit more aware of our mindset particularly since you know what global circumstances of late since lockdown we've all had to really kind of work on and understand how our mindset affects ourselves and our day-to-day lives Emily Gurin Beauty says, one thing that this situation has taught me recently is to just go for it and not to be scared of it and sod what people think if they are your friends and what and want you to be successful, then they will stand by you. I love to be around positive energy and people you can bounce ideas off and not be afraid to share them because they're judging you. I'm always nice to people and compliment people and I different differently think good things oh and I definitely think good things happen to you when you're positive towards others positive mental attitude and a great mindset is my key I've been so inspired by lots of strong women around me at the moment and it's giving me the drive to do what I love best oh I love that Emily and Emily is a member of community inspire collaborate so we've connected recently and we're so on the same wavelength with these things and I just think yeah you've summed that up beautifully and if people are truly friends then they will accept you and your wins and your successes and they will raise you up they won't they won't knock you down and the lovely Jen Stanbrook who if you don't know her you should she's fantastic um she has said it's so important to surround yourself with people who inspire you one thing I will never get tired of being my own boss is choosing who to work with when negativity strikes from a client and I know they're not 
the kind of person I want in my business, I can choose whether to continue working with them. Jen, I love that. I absolutely love that. And it's one of the reasons I went self-employed because I was sick of not having the choice of whether I worked with people that weren't very nice or not. And now I get to make that decision and it's incredibly empowering. And I think that's probably one of the little successes in my life at the moment is that I can choose who I get to surround myself with. And I absolutely love that. I think it's a great point, Gem. And we've connected over the years. And um, yeah, Jen is one of those people that is absolute is absolutely the sort of person you want to surround yourself with. She's she's positive, she's sharing, she's full of knowledge and she doesn't mind, you know, imparting that on the rest of us, which is an amazing success. So that's it, wrapping it off for today. That was a longer one than I expected and I think it's probably because I feel really quite passionately about it. And I think when you feel passionately about something, you want everybody else to kind of feel that too and to kind of understand and I just hate when somebody feels negative at the hands of themselves or other people and it you know shadows what their view of success is and that that they're not seeing the success in themselves so I hope today might have helped and inspired a few of you who can relate to what I've been saying and I just want you all to have a fantastic positive mindful week Have a great one, guys. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you found something useful and inspiring, then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. If you'd like to enter a competition for a one-to-one coaching session or a blog audit with me, then make sure you leave an email address in that review as well. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram. All the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.